Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find the full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Hello and welcome to the Country Music Talk podcast. We are backstage at the Long Road Festival for this episode. Uh, And we've had a few episodes from backstage at the Long Road because with over 80 artists across multiple stages, there are so many people that we want to talk to and that we think that you are going to love, whether you know them already or you're hearing them for the first time. Now, the guest on this week's episode, if you're a country music fan, you'll have heard of Sarah Evans before. She has been the soundtrack to my life for so long. She has so many hit songs. She hasn't been to the UK in over 20 years, so the Long Road Festival marks her triumphant return, and I was so excited to sit down and have a chat with her and share it with you. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. I'm Baylin Leonard, Absolute Radio Country, here with somebody that I'm so excited to talk to. You know, one of the joys of putting together a festival is that you get to invite your favorite artists and people that you have listened to for ages and desperately want to see, perform, and meet. And sometimes they say yes. And Sarah Evans <laughs> said yes. Welcome, Sarah Evans. Thank you. I am so thrilled to be here. You have no idea. Oh, I, I have a little bit of an inkling because I think I am just as excited to have you here. Um, last time I saw you perform, not that long ago, CMA Fest mm-hmm. in Nashville. And I was like, it got me so jazzed for you coming over here because it's been ages since you've been to the UK. What is it, over 20 years? I think so. I think the last time I was here, I was pregnant with my son. Oh, yeah. Who just turned 23. Oh, my God. Can you believe? That is crazy. I mean, the fans in England have a true love for country music. When I put out my very first album, Three Chords and the Truth, like, it was huge here. You guys love, like, more traditional country and really great country music with great lyrics. Yeah, because it really is a listening crowd in the UK. A lot of people say that. Are you saying that, like, actually you became bigger in the UK before you really took off in the States? Totally. Three Chords and the Truth, like, just hit it over here because it was really country. I had Dwight Yoakam's producer produce me. And so it's kind of like a female Dwight, a little bit hillbilly, but but still, like, um, empowering lyrics and smart lyrics and everybody over here got it immediately and appreciated it and country radio in america wouldn't play it well we're loving you on absolute radio country i mean we cannot get enough and there's so much to dig into not just the back catalog but of course you know you're not just resting on your laurels you've been making music you've been putting it out and it just keeps getting better and better it seems and involving the family as well like you had the family band thing happening for a minute we did so my son avery plays guitar he's on the thomas rett tour right now he's an incredible musician my daughter olivia is here with me today singing harmony um the last record that I made, I'm getting ready to go in the studio in January, but the last record we made was a covers album, and it's yes. called Copy That. Yes. Um, Olivia and I did all the harmony, Avery did all the guitar work. I also brought my youngest daughter, Audrey, she's 17, but she's not into music, she's more into acting. I got yeah. So yeah, it's a family ordeal. I grew up singing with my siblings right. um, my entire life from the age of four, 
And so it would have been strange if, you know, my children didn't have the music bug like me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Runs in the family, yes. right? Right. So let's talk about, I mean, you have so many anthems, you know, and so the, the great thing about your music is that the way it connects with people and really defines moments in their life and, and puts things into words that they might have trouble expressing. So I'm thinking of something like Born to Fly, uh -huh. you know, which has just, every time you listen to it, takes on a new meaning and people can relate to that in so so many different ways. And seeing you perform it at CMA Fest, it seems like it still means so much to you as well. It, it really does. Um, I've named so many things after that song. Like I just wrote a memoir and I named it Born to Fly. My record label is called Born to Fly Records. Um, that song is an autobiography. It's about me growing up on a farm in Missouri and dreaming about someday moving to Nashville because my parents put me on stage at age four. So that's all I've ever known. And everyone expected me to move to Nashville and become a country music star. So I wrote that song with Marcus Humman and Daryl Scott just sort of about, you know, I, I knew that I was born to fly, but then the song turns and, and it's basically saying to everybody listening, you are also born to fly. We're all born to fly in our own way. And we all have our dreams and we're all excited to chase our dreams. So. So, you yeah. know, talking about it was in your DNA, you were on stage at four, everybody expected you to be a country singer. Was there ever a moment where you're like, well, I want to be a veterinarian? There was a moment where I just wanted to be a mom. Right, right. I didn't want to, not that I didn't want to sing, but um, when I first got to Nashville, it was really difficult because I grew up in a town of 1,200 people. Right. Nashville to me seemed like a metropolis. Hey, you know? well, yeah, and, huge. And, and it is now. And it is now, yeah. <laughs> Look, back then it wasn't even you know nearly what it is today. But um, there were a few moments where I let fear take over. Mm -hmm. um, but I had no doubt about my singing ability. So right. I knew if I can just get in front of the right people, I had no question that I would not be able to sing great. Right, I got because you. Because I've been doing it my whole life. It's like. A tennis player who starts as a toddler, they know they're going to, you know, yeah. be able to hit the ball. So I just kept going, and thank God I stayed, and then I got to sing for Joe Galante, who's, who was the president of RCA Records, and I got my deal. So having not been to the UK in 20 years, people, oh, 23, 23. 23 years, people are so excited. I mean, when, when we announced that you were coming here, people just went absolutely crazy. Oh, I'm, so, and I'm nervous. No, don't be, because the you're going to feel the love the moment you step out onto that stage. But knowing that you have such a huge fan base here, how excited people are to see you here, how do you go about planning what you're going to do on that stage? Because, of course, I know you could do it with your hands tied behind your back, right? Mm. And you can go on your tour and you can do your amazing show, and that's fabulous. But when you're coming here, do you think, what am I going to do that's a little special? How am I going to dial this up? Well, I will say we have thrown in a, a song, and I'm not going to tell you what, okay. but we've thrown in a song that that I've recorded on the covers album okay. that I think um, is the most perfect song to sing for you guys. Okay. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. It's a ballad. All right, okay. And, um... But, You're gonna take us down to lift us up. Yes, yes. So we changed our set list a little bit, mm. but mostly I just, I don't know. I just want to make everybody 
So happy, and I'm definitely not gonna wait. I was gonna say you're not. So gonna, you're long. not gonna make us wait another twenty some years, are you? No, we're we are in heaven. Like you, you guys don't know how great you have it. It is so beautiful here, and it's so. Um, there's just such a different vibe that Americans. I think when Americans come here, we're like, oh, this is perfection. Well, it's getting even better tonight when you take to the stage. Are you excited about, I mean, it must be like Old Home Week in some way because these big festivals, wherever they are, in the States it's one thing, but if you're traveling internationally, you must have loads of friends here or people that you're like, oh, I love them, I want to see them. Yeah, I mean, like, Lindsay L is performing and Everett. I don't even know who else, but, like, I, that's what my plan is after my show is Excellent. to watch other in. people. Yeah. All right, great. Sarah Evans, thank you so much for coming over. Thank I you. cannot wait for your set. And keep the music coming, and we'll keep playing it. I will. We're going back in the studio in January, so new music coming. And this is going to be a sad record. Uh-oh, so okay. Get the tissues out. Get them out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. That was Sarah Evans backstage at the Long Road Festival for this special edition of the Country Music Talk podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe. And if you want more country in your life, you can always tune in to us on Absolute Radio Country. And until next time... Keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 